Push. I'm Danielle Davis. I'm Shannon Kessler. And we are your girlfriend's guide to Formula One racing. And we are back after the Monaco GP, a weekend with highs and lows, ups, <laughs> downs, downs, turns, <laughs> twists. I mean, it, it gave turns. us everything we talked about us wanting to have from but last week's episode, <laughs> but not exactly the way we really wanted it to shake down. It's really not how I how I envisioned it did not play out in real life how I played it out in my head. No, I feel like we're getting further and further away from that every week. <laughs> I'm definitely 100% we are getting away from that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't like it. And Charles is getting farther and farther away from the top of the standings, wow. but you know. I think now okay. that Monaco is behind us, I think he can go push, push from here on out. Mm, okay. I think he's going to have to talk to some people, but uh, make some changes. He's not very happy, but we can get into that. Yeah. We can gonna... get back to the very beginning. Yeah. Good place All to right. start. Well, let's run it back. What do we got? We got the Monaco GP. We had, did you watch any practice or qualities this week? Yes, girl. Okay. I even posted about it on Push Push. Where were you? Um, I did a poolside oh, that's right. sesh. That's right. I went, okay, so Saturday went to the pool, had to take my kids to swim practice, and was like, I'm going to need you guys to turn on the ESPN because mama's got to watch the race. And then all the, you know, the bro golfers were coming by and they're like, what? Oh, we, there was like a whole sound issue. So there was the race was going on the, the whole speakers <laughs> and That's the qualities. And people were like, oh, just, I'm like, it's Formula One. Mm-hmm. And somebody sat down next to me, like an acquaintance friend, like a friend of a friend visiting we've met before. He's like, oh, you're in Formula One. I'm like, yeah. He's like, I just watched Drive to Survive. I'm like, love that for you. Like, who's your favorite? We're talking about it. Then all of a sudden I started dropping like car specifications and lots of like DRS, lots of like terms that he's terms like terms and we're talking about porpoising not like because I was trying to be a know-it-all but I was just talking about the cars and I was like you know if you've watched the show things have mixed up this year like Mercedes is down Ferrari's up like Haas is good again McLaren is having a weird time and I was given the full breakdown and he was like oh you're like really into this aren't you and I was like yeah yeah me and my girl have a <laughs> podcast about it tune in f1 push push like yeah. So, so you're, anyways, you're selling dreams at the pool. You're, you're living um, life. Bringing <laughs> it. Um, the bartender at the pool said, do you bet on this too? Because I know you like betting <laughs> on horses. And I said, if I could, I would, but I would have to drive to Indiana to place a bet. But otherwise I would bet on the racers too. Yeah. And although, although I don't think you can do like a, an exacta or anything in, hmm. in car racing. Maybe, maybe. maybe. Maybe Maybe. we can, I know some people who do that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't think I need to do exotic wagering on F1. I feel like that could really lend to a, yeah, a full spiral for me that I don't need to go on. I learned a long time ago that betting on sports teams that I like only ends in heartache. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm a, a curse. If I bet on something or a sports team I like, then they're destined to lose. So I don't, I'm not going to do don't that even with, ra- You don't bet on ponies, really. I don't really, but I don't have like 
skin in that game either. So that I don't, well, you don't feel... have to have skin in the game to bet on it. I can <laughs> tell you that it's not like I own a horse or anything. And I can tell you that most of the people hanging around the racetrack yeah. don't really have a lot of skin in the game. <laughs> Just not a big gambler. Just, you know, yeah. well, that's where you, but that's okay. Where we, that's, you know, it's where we divert. Where pass. <laughs> Do not cross. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They take a big turn. Yeah. But we did, we did tell a lot of dreams, the two of us at separate pools, uh, talking to a lot of people about Formula One. And Whether they wanted to talk about it or not. Yeah. I got introduced several times as, oh, this is the race car girl. And I'm like, mm, okay. And you're like, not Indy 5. I know not, that's yeah. not <laughs> They're like, do you watch NASCAR and Indy? And I mean, I know <laughs> just Formula One. That's really where I draw the line. <laughs> um, so yeah, I did watch Quali's poolside. Mm-hmm. I didn't catch the first session, but I watched the important one. And yeah. I watched Charles go on that burning lap burner floating floating i thought he was done and then they all went back out again they all went for one more and that seemed like a mistake for most of the field for most of our leaders although you know sunday proved to be much better for the three of them it did but what i will tell you like my heart sank to my toes when checo ended up in the wall in the last round of qualies and then my heart got even lower I don't even know where it went out of my toes. But then when Carlos is oh, no, so slammed into press, I was like, oh, here we go. Audible yell, poolside. People said, is she okay? I said, no, <laughs> Manuel. <laughs> I was just worried that Charles was going to float around that corner too. And yep. we were just going to have a five-car pileup or whatever with the whole leaders four-car. Exactly. But. That, was, that was the fact that Max stopped as quickly as he did. I was like. Oh, he does have brakes. Well, I didn't think that car came with brakes, but <laughs> it does. Well, I think too, because that corner was a pretty tight, Yeah, you know, you, your speed is descended a lot, but yeah, it's crazy. that was a wild corner. I'm surprised more people didn't spin out on that one on Sunday. Agreed. Uh, great. Yeah. But they were all kind of on burners. Checo, they thought was like, you know, on a float, but he was no Charles. That lap that Charles was on at the end too, was I think even going to beat his earlier one. And you know, if you got points just for pole position on Saturday, there would be no competition. None. Unrivaled. Yeah. (laughs) Too bad it wasn't a sprint. (laughs) It turns out that Saturdays are for Charles and Sundays are for the rest of the field. Oh, well, and, and Sundays are for the F1 boys, but Saturdays are for Charles. <laughs> well, you know, Mr. Saturday strikes again. <laughs> well, now he's stolen that from George, apparently. George is just now Mr. Consistency. We got George is just slow and steady. Number five. Exactly. Three, four, he's, five, three, four, five. He's uh, he's climbing up there. He's he's close to being a um, I, I, I'm I, I almost like him. Dare almost. you say do you love him? Do you love him? You do. I think you do. I can see. I have to like him before I love him, Daniel. And I don't, I'm not fully committed. You don't have to, you can go. They say that hate and love are a lot closer than that's probably true. Very fine line. (laughs) Very fine. (laughs) I feel like you're about to cross over to the love. Do you think that if him and Lewis were both on the podium together, that you would love him? I'd get closer. I would draw half a heart. <laughs> Do you think that if Toto and Susie took him onto their yacht and ha- like just put an arm around him and like brought him into the fold? Oh, I a hundred percent think that Susie and Toto love 
George. I think they have oh, him yes, over 100%. for like scones and tea and he's talk. definitely Jack's like unofficial big bro. 100%. He's like the fun uncle. Yes. I don't I wouldn't call him the fun uncle. I feel like Lewis is probably the fun uncle. I think George is the one that will bring him good gifts, but like at an arm's length. Do you know what I mean? Is like Lewis I don't I don't uncle? Lewis doesn't seem like he has time for that. What? Have you ever seen Lewis with his own nieces and nephews? No. Oh, he's the best. He oh. is the best uncle there is. Okay. Seen it with my eyes. <laughs> On the Instagram. It's like, I stalk them on a family vacation. Often. He loves his little kids. But I think George would be the one. Not yet. His sisters, I think, children. My dog is going nuts. Sorry. Um, But I think George would be the kind of uncle that would just bring the gifts and be like, yeah, bro, we can no. color, but I don't think George is getting down on the floor like That's wrestling, not playing Did, pony. Have you forgotten about the episode where he was over at the Williams house doing the car thing in the basement? You have. You forgot uh, yeah, the episode. No, I've, no, I didn't forget the no. episode. But again, that's you, not getting dirty. That's playing cars. Like that's. Okay. What well, does. what do I bet that Jack Wolf likes to play cars? I mean, I'm just going to okay, take a stab in the dark on this one, but I'm pretty sure. Very true. That it feels like that might be what he enjoys to do. Isn't he like six? It feels like playing cars with George Russell would be a top five <laughs> a home activity. Run. Okay, you know what? Yeah. I agree. Okay, you're right. You're right. Okay, yeah, thank you. Thank you. There you go. Okay. <laughs> well, Moving right along. <laughs> thought that we could put a pin in that one. Yeah. <laughs> because that's one of the best episodes of Drive to Survive. Yeah, that was what good. They- that in Claire's basement. That was a good one. Yeah. I'm still waiting for, I mean, that's on my bucket list to get invited to Claire's basement (laughs) and play that race game. The race game. Yeah. I mean, that race game is probably super expensive, but I want one. Spency. It's spency. Yeah. When I make it big, I'm going to build one of those in my basement. When maybe that could be like my grandma thing. Oh, yeah. One of those. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a long way away, but also I feel like that's so is that tax bracket. So (laughs) we can dream. Girl's got a dream. There you go. Yeah, that's how I can connect with my <laughs> future great kids. Just like George is connecting with Jack Wolf. Boom. There got you go. It. Got it. All right. Well, All let's right, wrap so that let's one up. So let's get to Sunday. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think other yeah, people Sunday agree. I was great. I think, you know, let's, let's run down the sun, the pre-show because Martin Brundle does what Martin Brundle does. He best. knew who people were this time though. I guess his, like his production assistant was really in his ear on the giving him the right names, or maybe he's mm-hmm. just really up on his Bridgerton who knows, but he was giving us the correct names of people. So, you know, 10 out of 10 for that. The ones that get me the most are the ones where he like pushes other people, not just like people in the crowd, but like, it's Famous like people. <laughs> no, Mateo was in the middle of setting up for an interview and Brundle just comes right in, starts talking to him. And Mateo's like, you got to ask her. I don't know who the redhead is, but she's the one that runs like all the PR she's stuff. PR yeah. Girl, yeah. I don't know her name, Um, but she was like looking and Mateo was like, can I can I talk to him? And she's like, yeah, I mean, she looked kind of annoyed that Martin was there. And it was like, well, I feel like everyone does. They're all like, yes. oh, this guy. Oh, my God. 
he was talking to like elbows in and like gets his interviews like come on puts that little sky sports thing in the mouth yeah (laughs) um he was talking to i forget who it was but like two former formula one drivers and he just stops mid-sentence like i'm pretty sure like champion drivers and it's like hold on george is here we got to talk to george first and they're like (laughs) okay okay well you just asked me a question but sure okay yeah get in there george like sounds great yeah and then he was talking to john snow and And we found out that john snow has a brother who works for red bull yeah who knew i didn't know he worked for the dark side he's working for the night king I mean, I just needed that. There was some video of Max Verstappen talking to Kit Harrington and his wife. What's her name? Rose. I forget what her last name is. But they were like kind of bowing to him, like Max kind of out of yeah. reverence. They're both very short. But um, <laughs> but I was like, you know, Max, you're talking to the king in the north. Like, right. Show some respect. I'm going to need you. Yeah. Like on hello. your knee. On your knee. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and they just all seemed so excited to meet Max. And I was like, Max, aren't you excited? This is Jon Snow. Jon Snow. Snow, are you familiar? Do you watch television? <laughs> yeah, there was a, we had, we had uh, the girl from Bridgerton. I don't know her name, but Martin Brundle did. So big ups to him. But that yeah. was a, that was another one where he wanted to talk to her. And she's like her bodyguard or agent or manager was like, she doesn't want to be on TV. And he goes, well, it's a little too late now. <laughs> And, and he's like, she's on TV and he's still ans- asking her questions. He's still poking the mic in there and she's not answering any of them. And he's like, okay, fine, whatever. And just stalks off. And that's what I'm here for with Martin. <laughs> he also inspired that's my latest great. TikTok. So oh, that's a good one. Cause I'm really proud of it. Although the internet doesn't seem to love it as much. But <laughs> the, so the internet's going to get there. It's a slow warm on us and it's fine. It's, it's <laughs> a slow burn. <laughs> Um, but I could watch a Martin. I just need, like, I think we need to get him on E. I agreed. Yes. <laughs> Martin Brundle Met Gala. I'm going to keep pushing it every episode. One of our pit crew people was in the DMs and was like, it's so uncomfy. It's so cringy. I watch underneath the blanket. I'm like, I get it, but also I can't stop watching. <laughs> oh, the secondary embarrassment is so good. It's, it's so cringy, but it's so good. I also love that he just is, has DGAF attitude, like doesn't care. Oh, you're a really famous person. I don't give a fuck. I'm going right. to take this microphone. I'm going to ask you a question. If you ignore me, I'm going to be passive aggressive and walk away. Right. Then that's how, how it rolls. Yeah. And I love that. <laughs> and I think he, he even knows that it's like, he's like, oh, I'm probably going to get turned away here. He's very self-aware. Mm-hmm. And he don't care. He don't care. He don't care. No. He's bothering everybody. Exactly. Here, there, well, and there's so many people in Monaco to bother. So many. I, yeah. You know, what was the, the biggest bother in Monaco was the delayed start, the rain Ugh. delay. Woo! That was a doozy. That was a doozy. Do you, okay, so there's been a lot of talk like, should they have started the race? Should they have not started the race? Do you think they should have started the race? earlier i i do think they should have started it earlier i don't think it needed to wait as long as they waited um but i mean again i i i don't claim to have knowledge as a race director would i you know don't understand the circumstances in which it's safe to drive i think monaco is a dangerous track even when it's not raining so you know me and monaco in the rain is like a monaco in the rain is like nightmare for you are done before it even starts i'm like oh god no i can't well, you didn't have to worry. If I was the race director, I'd have been your... like, guys, just mm, know. Where's the hairdryer? Somebody get out there and blow out this track. <laughs> well, they did. It does dry off so fast. It though. does. Yeah. So yeah. Fast. I was surprised. But I guess 
the heat and then the cars maybe is that what makes it go i don't know is that what makes the rain like, go away i don't know I, f- I feel like it's got something to do with you know concrete or engineering or yeah, some structural things that we don't really have any knowledge about nope but they started an hour and 45 minutes late or was it was it that long i don't know 45 minutes that's right oh, okay yeah I think it was like 45. Don't mind but, us. Just do you need to get something out of your chair? Sorry. <laughs> just got something stuck in there. I'm like, what is that? You need to work on something for a quick second. Don't mind us. We'll just be over here talking about this street drying up. <laughs> street drying up and picking our teeth. <laughs> um, okay. So when we start, we had a full Ferrari front row. Yeah. Loved that. Loved that for me. So good. Was so hoping good. that we could just take that energy all the way through. Think that's what uh, Carlos and Charles thought too, but yeah. apparently, apparently the pit crew did not see. Uh, the same we'll thing. get to that in a second, but we cannot start this pod without talking about the formation lap and what two idiots end up in the wall in formation lap. Oh, was it Latifi again? I was like, Latifi, remember? Like, yeah. it was like, it's not even the lights haven't gone out and you're already in the fucking I can't wall. pay attention to Damn it, it. Such a mess. And so did Stroll. I'm like, why? Why are the two of you still allowed to be here? I was listening wow. to F1 Nation's recap and they kept talking about how hype people are on Oscar Piastri. Or Piastri that's mm-hmm. how you say it, right? Yeah. And I want to be like, can we? And they were talking about how quickly he's going to get on to F1, like when he's going to make the move up to F1, who's going to make room for him. And it feels like, I mean, obviously the strolls are, that's maybe not the move, but it feels like we should just sub out Latifi. Yeah. Should we give this other guy a try? It I feels think like we should. I kind of almost feel like F1 should step in and be like, all right, new rule starting now. If you go into the role more than five times in the first 10, you know, races, you have to sit out and think about what you've done. Like I have a long time out and then let somebody else come in. Like, come on. Like Williams doesn't have the money for you to keep putting the car in the wall. Okay. Stop. Just we have stop. three North American drivers, Checo, a King. Yes. And then we've got these two clowns just right? bopping around in the back using their bumper cars into the wall. Like we got to get you guys we out. We got to get her out. Claire's going to have to sell her race car track in the basement to pay for the rest of these cars. <laughs> it's true. You know that the Canadians can't like, because we are, you know, there's fans of every, but do you think that Canada is really has like a, a huge, I need a Canadian fan to drop into our DMs yeah. and tell us what the vibe is in Canada around. Are you proud these of these two, two yeah, F1 do we drivers? Love them? Do you claim them? Mm-hmm. Right, I mean, because clearly... Checo does what he oh, does. He's the country. crown jewel of like Mexico. He, everyone loves Checo in yes. Mexico. I can't. As, I can't think that the Canadians <laughs> think the same way about what's Stroll the and vibe. <laughs> what's the Canadian vibe around these two? Like, are we backing Great them, question. or are we just pretending that they're not with us? Is that? I just want to know. <laughs> maybe they're like, oh, guys, secretly they're from the states. Like. <laughs> They don't claim them on their taxes. They're like, mm, they're not ours. I don't oh, know. hundred percent. They're like Latifi. He could be, he's from somewhere else, like the last yeah. name. And then they're like the strolls. They definitely seem American. So yeah. we don't even have any claim. They live there more than they live here. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah sorry. Yeah. So back to the race. But we said last week that there was going to be Latifi was going to cause a crash and 
Well, I feel like that's a not, pretty, not that that's know, a stretch <laughs> anymore. Like that's I'm, I'm not really predicting the future. We're just relying on, you know, hard evidence at this point. <laughs> like Back to betting. Back. If that's a bet you could make, you know, how you can bet on all the dumb things and yeah, like, like a prop Bowl. bet. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the prop bet that I need on F1. I take it every week, every, every week. week. <laughs> you never, you wouldn't lose money. That's for sure. No, no. If you did it the whole season, you definitely end up above. <laughs> you, you would <laughs> stick with it. <laughs> Oh, it's great. It's great. Yeah. So, so we start the race. We start the race eventually. It starts. Eventually. And rolling start. Rolling start. And it, things were good. Things were looking good. I was happy. Happy. I wasn't even paying like a ton of attention because I said things are good. We Life were good. hopped up on Monaco mimosas, like having a blast, doing yes. the most. Sitting and- on the patio, pretending that we were yachts, like mm-hmm. on yacht, watching the race. It's great. We were just live, laugh, love it. <laughs> yeah. Until we had some strategy calls and in the, the sun comes out, the rain goes away. People trying to figure out what tire they need to be on to finish it's the this tires. race. It's, it's always, always the, tires. the tires, always the damn tires. It's always the tires. And the, the whole cat and mouse thing of who's going to change their tires first. And like, that's what we need a Latifi and a stroll to do. Could you guys test out the new tires first for all the guys in the front so we can figure out what we like and what we don't like and how it's playing out because the tires, I mean, the fucking tires, the fucking tires, they are a nightmare. And I don't know why they can't figure them out. Like, I, I feel like at this point we've, they've been around. It's not just this season that the tires are causing a problem. I feel like every season we get a tire issue. So it's like, we still haven't gotten enough data yet that we're, we're not able to predict or like look at the scenario of like, no, these numbers run yeah, here like- and this is where we need to be. But maybe it's the new cars that are messing with it. New uh, cars. I don't I mean, know. These fucking tires. We're on the slicks, and then we got to switch. And then are we switching? Are we doubling up? I mean, there's so be on the much. Inters? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. And there were so many double pits. So many, yes. like back to backs. No. Yeah. This is where a bit. it gets a little. This is where the wheels start coming off the bus for Freud. I know. Where we get a terrible call from Ferrari the most for terrible Charles to come in and then no, 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 no. Don't come out. Like stay out, stay out, come in. Stay out. Like the radio on that, on Charles's radio. Like when that happened, I was like, like, how, what the fuck? how is he even thinking right now? Like it's like back and forth, back and forth. And like at that point, like your brain has to be like, I have to make split second decisions and you guys are supposed to be my anchor in this. And you're not, you're leading well, me down. Well, that's the thing, the indecision of the whole thing. Like if we're making a plan, like let's stick to the plan, but we can't go like, have it like, are we here? Are we there? Like if you make a plan and you make a mistake on it, then fine. But like their wish-washiness also, hello, you guys, the curse of Monaco, like you, you, you haven't heard, you heard, could we mm-hmm. be a little bit more careful? Could we maybe think these things through for like five more seconds? Right. Like this is- I can't. Historically, it doesn't end well for Charles and Monaco, and that did not, at least he ended. you know, at least he ended. Yes, he did. I was loving the fire, though, from Charles on the radio. He said, like, what in the actual fuck? Like, what in the actual F1? Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, guys, we're going to have to have a chit chat about this because I'm going to need you all to get your shit together before you're doing like the just back and forth with me on the radio. Ain't nobody yeah. got time for that. We're in Monaco. No, we're Monaco. Gonna win. We, we could 
you don't have space to get around anybody. Like you get stuck wherever you in or wherever you start, like that's where you're going to end. So yeah, we got this guy, Max Verstappen. Yeah. Yeah. Or heard of him. He's pretty good at this. Yeah. Like and the only reason he stay can't clear. move around people is because there's not enough space on the track to do so. So that's it. <sighs> Made me so angry. So angry. So angry. Uh, sweet Charles was doing sweet Charles things. And I was just, this was going to be his moment. He had Charlotte there. It was like going to be a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. Yeah. Rain or not. And the way that it shuffled out after all these like pit stops happened, we have Perez up front, signs in two, Max in three, Charles in four. And, and then, then of you course- have this little motherfucker named Fernando Alonso who is holding up the back of the fucking field. And he's just cruising like it is a Sunday care. stroll out in the countryside. I don't know, popping grapes or some bullshit. And I'm like, what? I mean, I'm not the only one pissed. No, Every yeah. draft behind him is like, tell him to go. Like, what's he doing? And he's just kind of bobbing along, doing his thing, in waving the minivan fans. in the fast lane. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you know how Shannon feels about Fernando Alonso too. Can't take him. Can't take him anywhere. Can't stand the guy. Can't take him anywhere. Can't, can't take, take him, him to Monaco. Can't, can't take, take him to him Monaco. Him and the fact that Lewis is in six, like right behind him, oh, like right behind him. He, of course he did it. He, would, he wouldn't have done it. He wouldn't have done it to Pierre. He wouldn't have done it to Ocon. He wouldn't have done it to anybody else other than Lewis Hamilton because he was like, oh, really? You want to, you're, you're, oh, you're right here. All right, cool. Then that's where you're going to stay. Yeah, you well, got no the choice thing about was, it. was, he was making that whole group from, what was it? Seven to 10 or 11. Yeah. We're all so tight. I, the fact that there was not a crash in that grouping is an act of God because they were going around that one. I don't know what number turn it is, but the one that's just like the full hair, yeah. like that super hard turn. And they were all so close. I'm like, you want close racing? Here we go. We got I, it. I think There's I no squeezed room. your knee so hard so many times that I was like, I'm going to give her a bruise. But I was like, oh, I can't. It was oh. There I was, was no room. Crunched the whole time watching this. I'm like, this is insane. And he kept Lewis kept trying to get past him, and it was a no go. It was a no go. Honestly, I think that was Fernando's favorite part of the season so far. Oh, it, I mean, he 100%. could hang up his hat tomorrow and be like, mm-hmm, "Fuck you, Lewis." And oh, then he's got a new wag, right? Yeah, new wag. Went out to dinner with her Sunday. And I was like, "You see what I did out there? Did you see that?" <laughs> <laughs> I had a great day. He's yeah. like, "Look, I." got some points i held up lewis had a lovely weekend with my lady yeah probably. <laughs> what more could a guy want yeah it's great didn't win but didn't lose i'm winning because i stopped lewis and that's good enough for me oh well and honestly man. for alpine like you know they just want points he's oh, not, yeah you know he's not trying to do the most he's just trying not to do the least he's just trying to be somewhere in between the most and the least <laughs> <laughs> the most mediocre mediocre of them all but when he, I mean, he's so rich and like, you just, he also doesn't give a fuck. So it's like, whatever. He's giving me he's Kimmy like, vibes don't this care. weekend. I was like, okay. But if he had crashed, do you think he would have done what Kimmy did and just like hopped on a boat and then like. Yes, I do. I do. You do. I do. You do. He's at that point. I honestly career. thought they would crash at one point and then they would I both get out and start yelling at each other, which would have been so good. So epic. Yeah. Now, speaking of crashes, we did see a pretty oh nasty gosh. crash. Poor sweet Mick Schumacher. And honestly, I, 
so thankful that he walked away from that. But the, I've never seen a car just split in two like that. I mean, no, that was I've never seen one insane. Like, like someone just even the driver the said. Yeah, I saw like a bunch of reactions, and Pierre was like, "When I saw the gearbox like totally cut cut out of the car type thing, he said I was a little ner- nervous." Yeah, but he just popped out. I mean, I'm sure they ran per- concussion protocol, and I don't know if we've heard if he's like a okay yeah. again. But I mean, he's got two weeks till the next race, so he should be fine. But that crash, you could just tell he lost full control, and that's when we just let your hand. Jesus takes the wheel, right? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because there was nothing he could do there. No, he was there's no escaping it. It was mm-hmm. a, a full turnabout. I'm just he's just lucky that there wasn't anybody close enough behind him because he could have easily taken out like three cars. Agreed. With yeah. how close everyone was driving. Yeah, there was no I mean, how no tight space. the pack was. So right. but he's oh, all good. He's fine. Hopefully he popped out and then they just rebuilt the whole fucking track. Uh, right. I mean, that, that was lickety split. Like those guys were on it. I was like, wow. That's, I mean, the crane came out, picked no, the, the car crane up, popped up. up. I was like, Whoa. but they said they have like multiple cranes across the track so that yeah. they can just Easily snag them out of there. That. It's just like one of those games, like at the, <laughs> the arcade, they just grab it, take it over and then they get their prize. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> you just dump it in the marina and then they get the prize. On the That's awesome. <laughs> yeah but yeah there's like that little crew just popped out they just put the whole thing back together and they said go back out guys I'm like okay here we go and but that's I mean Haas I mean it was not a Haas weekend no it wasn't and K-Mag got out early yeah I, I don't I mean <sighs> I just it, do we have check on him is he okay does anybody Goodger's know had some highs and lows this season he really has I mean the highs are his Instagram and his Aldi shots and his lows is anything on the racetrack. <laughs> no, point. they've had some not anything. On the no, said, yeah, not it's anything. Been, they had, we had a weekend where they both finished in the points. I know it's uh, yeah. It's again. I just would love. I love seeing them there. I just I, I, I want more consistency. But I I understand I'm asking Haas a lot, so I'm not going to. Well, ask and I a feel lot. like this whole right season, now. the only two consistent teams. I mean, in the top have been Red Bull and Mercedes because every other team is like they make a change and they go down or they come back up. One week they've got it together. The next week things are falling apart. I yeah. mean, although Mercedes, Machine, they're on the up and up. They are. Well, they are. I thought we had this all figured out from Spain. I was like, yes, they look amazing. What a well, great George Russell case. has. George Russell's kind of figured some things out. Lewis thought he was going to lose his eyeballs at some point. He's like, my fucking eyeballs are going to pop out of my head. And I was like, whoop. My head was just going to totally pop up. It was totally bopping around up. so much. So many bops. I'm like, you guys, we really got to get this thing under control. I don't know what changes we're making that they're not consistent. I have no idea, but I needed to stop. But I am proud of George. He came in fifth and then we had... Did you hear that, guys? She just said, I'm proud of George. Proud of George. I'll say it again. I'm proud of George Russell. (laughs) It still feels weird when I say it. I don't love it. And then we have, I feel um, like he's going to be the first driver you actually meet in person. And then I'm going to have to document the whole thing. Oh my God. Yes. I feel like we're going to go to Austin and you're going to randomly like be walking around and bump into him and, and you're going to fangirl and everything's going to change. Probably prediction. I can definitely see that happening. (laughs) I a hundred percent. And you'll be like, I love him. He's so cute in person. He was nice. And you'll have a total I mean, I can't tell him in person to his face that I think he's just like maybe alike. I mean, I can't tell him that. That would be rude. 
like you think it. You could right? be like, it's so great to meet <laughs> Some you. Some thoughts stay like, on the inside. Yeah. I'm just saying, I feel like you would go full fanatical George Russell fan if you saw him in person. Mm, you would. So. I would. You'd probably okay. be in Mercedes okay. gear and you'd have a whole moment. Your voice would yeah. go up an octave. Oh, and it would be Southern because when I get nervous, it gets <laughs> high and real Southern. So you'd be like, girl, put it away. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Okay, so there we go. It's predicted. Your North Carolina show. Put that away. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we had George in fifth, and then poor sweet Charles in fourth, and then Max in third, Carlos in second, doing a great job. And I'll tell you, and then obviously, Carlos Checo winning. Checo winning was the moment we all needed for Checo. It was the best revenge for last week. The best. The best revenge. It was so great. I love, there was no chance of him giving it up. Like he couldn't just let Max go by. There was not, honestly, it felt like a, it felt like Carlos was on the squad. It felt like they were actually the team. Mm -hmm. And obviously Carlos wanted to get second, you know, was trying to go for first and whatever, but it just, towards the end, it felt like it was more, they were a coordinated attempt like to keep Max out of first place. Exactly. And I loved that for them both. Yeah. And it's like, I'll scratch my back. You'll scratch my, sure, buddy. Yeah. Absolutely. Go ahead. And he you really needed it. that after last week. He did. He did. I loved it so much for him. It was so great. I thought the, the Christian Horner on the Eating congratulations crow. radio was amazing. Cause you can tell he didn't want that to happen. Oh, no, he didn't but he was it. like, I have to be fucking excited. Cause we just got podium, but like, I also don't want to take the call from Yas when this is over. Well, we, have <laughs> like, you seen what Yas said already? Yes, you posted that. Oh my God, yes. Yas is like, no, we should have let Matt. There, this is a failure. Yeah, full failure. Right. Yas Verstappen out here, just being like, we. He's like, we needed those points. Like, what were you gonna do, Yas? Though, like, what if? How was he? How, how was, was he gonna get to from happen? third to first? You can't do that in Monaco. It, there's no strategy yeah. that's gonna help your son who couldn't stay in first place. Okay. Okay. And it's not good for the team. Cause what if, what if Checo, if they had done something to first off, you're not saying that he for sure can get by Carlos. So that means the team is giving up a first place. If just, if they even attempted this and then who's to say he even gets past Carlos. Exactly. There wasn't a ton of time and there's not like a huge opportunity for overtake in Monaco. So just shut up. Yas. Right. You know, and do you know, honestly, who won the hearts of all F1 fans? Proud Papa Checo. Papa Checo was, was he? Papa Why Chris. wasn't he? He was in, in Mexico. He was home. Yeah, so I'm saying this is the one to go to. I if know. we're going to jump across the pond, you got to come to Monaco. You know, Red Bull's got that sweet party. Like, right. this is the one. Papa Perez. Papa, Papa Perez Fly. was. Why wasn't just, Carlos Slim getting him on a plane and, you know. Maybe he had obligations, you know, I don't know, maybe, but I guess this just that, seems yeah. like the one that you got to go to. Like you maybe do. we can skip spa or like Baku yeah. or like, you know, the Dutch, maybe we'll probably go to the Dutch one, but like, this is the one, this, this is the is one the we go one. to. This you is go to Monaco. On the calendar. And your son won a crown jewel as in Monaco. Go check, go, go. And do you think and, there was a huge party in this? Like, this oh, in the streets? Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> No, you know sometimes a, people yeah. want to watch the like the championship game in the you know they yeah. don't want to go in the to the city game. They yeah watch mm-hmm. in the city so maybe that's interesting i yes 
I would bet that there were lots of celebratings going on for multiple days. I just would have loved him, uh, like just basically catching Checo jumping off the podium. Like I needed a moment where he like held out his arms and Checo just jumped off the podium into them. <laughs> like he was six years old again, like in the yes. pool. <laughs> Hoisting him high. I mean, that's my Just boy. hold and be like, hello, I love you so much. Miho. Yeah. Cause yeah. he would have. So great. So or just great. like been in that little Red Bull pool where they all jump in, yeah, you know, like the Daniel Ricardo one, and he did a flip. Like I wanted, yeah. <laughs> I wanted Papa for us standing in the pool, just waiting to catch him. <laughs> That's what I wanted. Where was he? That back in Mexico. Rude. Oh my god, the <laughs> best of the best. I love it so much. <laughs> Instead, the, all those like Christian Horner had to stand by and act like he was happy. Oh, also Christian let's Horner talk on the podium, about that podium. absolutely fucking not. Thank you. Get off of Carlos's podium. Carlos could not be more fucking annoyed on that podium. Like even in the press conference afterwards, uh, it was like Carlos can't fucking win. Like give the man a minute like, to celebrate. Like nobody even was like excited for Carlos to win. They were happy for Checo and then like looking at Max like, ooh, what's going to happen? And of course, there? Christian Horner had to get up there and do the constructor part for that race like we couldn't have sent somebody else up you had to just be yeah. up there all in everybody's fucking business well he get, had to because it's Checo's first place finish so why right. wouldn't he take that glory you know he's gonna have to live in those photos forever it's just an I asshole mean, that likes the spotlight like that it just like made me so mad I wanted Carlos to kind of secretly like do a little like nudge like the little like where you're kind of like where you're standing but you're just Give yourself yeah. a little bit more space where you really uh -huh. occupy your space. I needed him to just throw a tiny little like flex. Yeah. Like yeah. get off my fucking podium, jerk. <laughs> so that's it was written on Carlos's face. I think if he could have pushed him, he would have. Like it just was rude. It was rude. Christian made it all about him, as he always does. And that was not necessary. Not like necessary. I get it that he was the you know, the one the odd man out up there, but could you just let him have his moment? He's on P2. Yeah. Like P2, Monaco. It's a good, it's a good time for him. Big deal. Yeah. I we see. get your guy one, but like, could you just let, even just, could we make it about Checo and not about you, Christian? Like for five seconds. For five seconds, please. Even Max did a better job of that. Like yeah. Max is like, yeah, 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 he did it. <laughs> but also Max was super pissed. <laughs> oh, he was super pissed. But of course he let his dad be like, you know, yeah. you, you say it. Everybody. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm trying to good, be nice now. Right. I have a good PR moment going. Can you please be the asshole? Thanks. Yeah. I'm trying to wave the ride this wave yeah. of good. Right. <laughs> he had Kelly there looking like a million bucks. Always does. He couldn't, he couldn't let that moment get clouded by his own. No. He did stay kind of quiet on the radio though. He wasn't being like a full max. He wasn't doing full max on the radio. It felt like. Hmm. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know if we had any no. big moments from him. Did we? I feel like we yeah. had a couple fucks, but you know, that's yeah, that's but nothing like hard. where he was like wiling out at not him. last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he knew he knew that maybe Checo needed this moment. He just like re-signed his contract, like things are happening. Did you see the audio on that? Yes. That was awesome. Where he's like, I signed too early, huh? <laughs> well, and they were even talking on the F1 Nation about how uh like about how Checo's not really a number two driver. He's kind of like a one A. Yeah, he um, is. Um now, do you think Checo would do well, like, in a team? less superior car? Or do you think? Well, I feel like it's like the Botas of it all. Oh, okay. Well, do you know what I mean? 
Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at Botas and I'm looking at Joe Guanyu, and clearly, if they're driving the same car, one is undeniably better than the other. Of course. But I also think that's I feel like. Isn't Joe like a, a paid driver anyway? Like, isn't he only there because of money? I'm pretty sure. Well, I think they wanted to have um, a Chinese driver, but Chinese I think driver. he also comes with a suitcase full of monies. Well, yeah. Well, because he's a Chinese driver. <laughs> I mean, I think he's talented, but I just think that if we're, you know, there's probably, yeah, there's been some sponsor exemptions, I think, made. <laughs> There, but I do think Sergio would be a similar situation to Valtteri, like if he wasn't in okay. Red Bull, Mercedes, like makes sense. Very, very good driver, but at some point, yeah, there's a huge gap between the car. There can only be one, like Lewis, right now. Yeah, boy, my boy. But I did hear Toto say in the beginning um, when Martin interviewed him that Lewis he was has not been on board for the plan, for the strategies that they're yeah. making, which is they're testing out, you know, with both cars and Lewis is on board for, you know, heavier testing. So, but they are, I mean, honestly, for this race, they had to put their strategy with George because he had better pole position. So, you know, that right, makes sense. Right. And Lewis was doing lots of work off the grid. He was hanging He's with LeBron. He was busy. wearing some couture on the pit wall. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, and his helmet, I forget who the designer was or who the artist was, but I, I remember looking him up and I was like, wow, he's amazing. Like super talented. Um, but I love but I, the white no helmet. No jewelry though. The, yeah. No jewelry. <laughs> I saw a close up of like his hand. Somebody posted a video, maybe it was Mercedes, but it was like a close up of his outfit and maybe it was a video and they showed his hands and there was not a, not a ring, not a watch nothing in sight. So, you know, he complied, but he did. He's going to do that. Cause he's the boy or he's he was just hanging out with LeBron and hanging out with all the, all the goats. The celebs. I know. Wasn't it goat on a boat? Goat <laughs> on a boat. The That's the Mercedes admin, man. They need a race. Like <laughs> they were on it this weekend. I was like, goat yeah. on a boat. and he what was wearing you? some like premium couture. Uh, we were doing, we were doing, doing the doing most. It's Monaco. You're going yeah, yeah. to have to bring it out in Monaco. Yeah. Ooh. Fun fact, did you know that Monegasques are not allowed to gamble or enter the casino? Wait, what? Yeah. Ever? Nope, they're not allowed. They can work there, but they are not allowed to enter the casino or gamble in the casino. Enter? Mm-hmm. Not allowed in. What? I know. I somewhat, Okay, okay my friends that we were talking at the pool he's British. this is just my yeah mind and is, so I was like I'm, is that a fact and I looked it up and I was like Son of why God, what's the correct. what's the uh, why what I still have that pulled up hold on Wait, uh, what? hold on Monaco citizens sense. aren't actually allowed to gamble in their famous casino in fact they're not even allowed inside although this law is relaxed for casino employees as lawmakers wisely agreed it would help to be able to get into the building, it would it would be helpful if you can get into the building that you need to work in. Yeah, well, yeah, but yeah. what's the is it we're like protecting the wealth? It's like, striving to keep gambling as a national business rather than its pastime, leading to some strict and surprising laws. So they don't wow. want people to it. If you're losing your money, you become a poor city. They don't want that to happen. So, isn't that interesting? Well, it's yeah. very interesting. I know. It just Look at that. seems a little counterintuitive. But yeah. okay. I mean, I get it. I mean, they're obviously doing something right. 
Yeah. I'll link it in is our Lewis stories so people can dive in. Is Lewis a like resident of Monaco? Yes. It's, can he go to the casino if he's a resident, if he's not Monegasque? Good question. I don't know. This is, I, don't, I don't feel like Lewis would be the gambling type. Well, I could be wrong on this. I think he's more into making his music. Have you heard him <laughs> sing, by the way? No. <gasps> it's a beautiful voice. I'm going to link that to no, you. No, I haven't heard him sing. You really should deep dive on him one day. He's fascinating. <laughs> I've already taken his master class. What more can I do? I spent like a whole off-season week diving in. Get to in. know the personal side of Lewis, not I, the persona. I for all that. I just have you That's to why you have me to tell you his beautiful his... singing voice. And he loves his music. He loves it. I think oh we're going to get an album when he retires. I do. <laughs> Thank you for that. The angel cherub voice that he had. It's great. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't spent much time just diving in on Lewis's singing career, but thank you for taking me aboard. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who, uh, who gets your driver of the day, Danielle? I'm still over here trying to figure out this whole not being able to gamble and Monica thing, but okay. My driver of the day goes to, I want to say, I want to say Carlos, but it's, it's Checo. It's, it's Sergio. Yeah. He gets that. He, he won. That. I'm he proud did. of him. If we're going to have to have a Red Bull winner in Monaco, when I wanted my sweet Charles, I'm much happier that it's Sergio than Max. And I just, I love that for him. I love that he could kind of get a dig at Christian Horner. I love that his dad posted that picture. So happy. <laughs> so, okay. So yeah, yeah, he was my driver of the day. Excellent. And your pole position? How about yours? No, who's your driver? Oh, my driver is, is Checo. I am so ecstatic for him. He is, he's deserved this. And it was, it was <laughs> the whole time I'm, I'm thinking of that, the TikTok or the reel that's like, and the best part about it is no one <laughs> no, gets to stop me. <laughs> the whole time. I'm Truth. like, yes, go Checo. It because really was. No one could stop him. Nobody could stop him. And that will live rent free for the rest of the season we didn't talk about the time like how we went to time instead of laps oh but I didn't love that and but I I didn't love that for the race Mm -hmm. but I loved that for Jacko yes in fact like it worked out yeah next week we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about like some strategy things and some more like questions that we got during the race that I was like oh that's a good question I'm gonna have to research that um because there are lots of questions about strategy but also about the time thing so um well, I'd like to spend more time on that when we don't we actually have to talk about a race. Yeah, we have an off. And we get to talk about my one of my favorite races is, you know, in two weeks. Yeah, it's coming so, up. Yeah. I love you love Baku. Race. I love Baku. Yeah. It's another street race, too. Here we go. But I think it's a superior. I mean, Monaco is the superior vibe. Yeah. Baku is a superior street race. But okay. anyways, Baku's so pretty pole cool. position. Who's yeah. your pole position for the Pole position for this week, I'm going to give to Carlos because yeah. Carlos did really the most up. in that Ferrari. And honestly, I think if it wasn't for Latifi getting in his way, coming out of the pits, I think he could have overtaken Checo. And yeah, well, Latifi really was doing Latifi shit. Yeah. Latifi doing Latifi shit really fucked everybody up again. <laughs> He's really good at that. And the whole part where they had to get around the lapped cars, I feel like was another chance that. Yeah. I think he would have had another, but then they got all had to go around everybody and that created a whole thing. So yeah, I think that he would have done better. That My position mm-hmm. goes to Carlos's chicky. 
Just sweet Lisa. Sweet Lisa. Mm -hmm. ah, yeah. Well, yeah, I just thought she really brought it this weekend. I loved all the girls on the grid. I love when we get all the girls on the grid. I feel like this week we had so many wags. It was yes. all wags all the time. My other like pole position 1A goes to wags F1. On <laughs> yes. The accounts were popping off. They were giving us looks. They were giving us so much content. They were giving the us girls, links. I love when they give us links. I just feel like actually my pole position just, she usually gets my number one, but like the wags. Wags yeah. in general, pole position this week. This is where they really shined. They all showed up. We didn't have like a Havsies group. We had True. all the all the girls we wanted to see, all the girls on the grid, giving us the best, going to events because they had some premium events so we could get multiple looks. Mm -hmm. I loved it all. So good. I, I could like run it. I could, there's still so much more to dive into. I've only seen probably half of the Luke's. Lisa had Charlotte going to so many events. She's she in, was in her element, but obviously she lives there. So like, this yeah, is yeah. kind of like her backyard. Her She's like, I, yeah. I got it. I have can't to go to the casino things. though. Can't go to the casino. Can't go visit dad at work. <laughs> can't no. go to the casino. <laughs> Don't bring your daughter to work day. <laughs> yeah. Well, sheesh. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I think wags, the wags really did it. This, okay. They were well, bringing me a lot of joy. Love it. So those are our ups. And now we're going to go into our downs of what in the actual F1 this week. And I've got one for you because this it's week. It's not just the, it's not just race control, the Ferrari race control. No, it's not Engineers Ferrari race control. So that pit crew was a fucking nightmare. So that's a different that's segment Charles called, was saying. this is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> they win that hands down. <laughs> but Maya, what in the actual F1 is going to Nikita Mazepin? Oh, Lord, week, I yes, this is a good one. This asshole posted, I and I quote, three months have passed. It was time to gather strength, make important decisions for myself, and plunge into the work of the We Compete as One Foundation. I can't. Months with no days off and more than 10 meetings a day have become the norm. Painstaking work has been carried out. Business processes launched, partners, and like-minded people found. We support athletes who are unable to compete because of non-sporting decisions. The foundation has a strong team, breakthrough ideas, and most importantly, athletes who inspire us to find the best solutions and work hard. Shut okay. up, Nikita. <laughs> no, when actually no one cares, like no, no one, one cares. cares. Right. No one. I read this and I had to read it multiple. I was like, is this a joke? Like, this is a joke, right? Like the tone deafness of it all. Not a clue. Not a clue. He has no clue that what he is doing is. It has absolutely no place in the sport. In also, any sport. The just co-opting like, of the we races one, which is a like for equity, like racial equality and more equity right. in the sport and bringing more people in and like standing up for injustice and then this asshole like <laughs> just trying to co-opt off the name like I there's so much to hate about it that we can't even fit it all yeah. into one do like, you think when he came up with this name he's like guys I got it he's like, like this, is it. this like, no one's done this before or do you think he was just oh, trying no. to be a dick and do a play on the words a hundred percent be a dick and play up the word. Okay. Oh, a hundred percent being a dick. 
I mean, he's an asshole, but I don't think they're like, I mean, he may be not the smartest, but obviously like there's somebody back there that's like, you know, evil mastermind. It's like, we're definitely taking this thing. Yeah, of course. Okay. No, they're just the fucking worst. Truly (laughs) the worst. Like full stop. Yeah. The worst. (laughs) And the fact that probably like multiple people looked at that and they were all like, "Mm -hmm, this is great. Like this, this whole initiative, I don't want to sit in on one of the meetings, but I do. Like, I just want to know what smoke they're all blowing up each other's asses. Right. I hate like, it so much. I hate it. <laughs> so the hate much. follow is strong with this one, but now I'm like, what What else are you going to say? Because this is that you have really peaked at your assholeness right now. I mean, are they going to start their own, like, <laughs> you know how there's this new um, Saudi backed golf? Oh, thing that's yeah. like a whole whole thing is that what he's are they going to start their yes. own like race league the douche like canoe F1? is yes. setting afloat like here you they just go can't i can't with the whole thing shut up nikita nobody fucking cares nobody cares <laughs> i hate it so much. okay well uh, yeah so that's on it like i let that was a low let's bring okay. it back up because actually wasn't that fun with that but today i had a great moment came into work sat down and my business partner, Lindsay, goes, I, have, I got some news. I started watching Drive to Survive. Mood turned. What? Dopamine yes. filled the body. Uh. Just said, where are you? How many episodes? Who's, Who's your favorite? favorite? <laughs> it's too soon. It's too soon. I said, okay, well, you've got, you've got two weeks before Baku. It's a great race to get started on. So come aboard. But I'm very wow. excited about this journey. So good. One at a time. We're getting them. <laughs> I love that you're you're growing new fans. And I also just have to quickly say, um, I posted on our stories today that I have a plant named Daniel Ricardo. And he's been growing so much in his little pot that I have to like put him in a bigger pot because he's starting to because die. Because he's dying. Because he's dying. But listen. Just like Daniel Ricardo. When I realized, took Daniel Ricardo out of his little plant holder, the the roots had started growing through the plastic. I was like, oh, you need a bigger space. I had to cut him out of his current place and put him into a bigger pot. Like when his little roots just sprawled out, he was so happy. I hope that repotting him will also repot Daniel <laughs> and help him grow in real life. The real Daniel Ricardo. I kind of feel like this is my voodoo plant. <laughs> like if I can keep him alive, I can keep Daniel's career alive. So guys, I'm really going to need your thoughts and your prayers and your good vibes. He's in for peace both Daniel for Ricardo's. the plant and the person. Because <laughs> we're really going to need to keep Daniel in this. My place. thoughts on Daniel Ricardo though, is he's like fully into his new chickie now. And he's like pretty famous. And I mean, he's super famous, but like worldwide, he's one of the most famous. Honestly, super rich. Yeah, it's amazing. Most the best he's super best rich he's got a hot girlfriend so many he's ventures outside well of known. f1 yeah he's got a long lasting career outside perfect of the sport. mix of famous where he's like super famous and very rich but also like in a sport where maybe it's not he can still probably walk around in a lot yeah. of places which is a nice contrast so you know like i'm not a huge fan of danny rick but like i don't really think he cares about racing that much right now i feel like he's he's had a good time yeah i think he'd be okay if he didn't get signed to another team i feel like he's like i'm a i'm a happy to be here kind of guy yeah i mean maybe he goes into indycar or heidi's super pretty 
She's got her own thing going. She's great. And it feels like they're finally, you know, out with the, they're taking the, they've launched the, Mm-hmm. They've the been insta official, at yeah. least seen in the same photographs together, which you know we don't usually get with him, but right. Okay. So I feel like it was a it's a soft launch. I think that's yeah. what the use soft call launch. It. That's true. Point. <laughs> <laughs> it's a soft launch, but I, I think that he's kind of in like a, I don't really care. I'm just going to drive this car until somebody pushes me out, and then I'll maybe go do some indie car. There was a bunch of F1 guys in the Indy yeah. 500 this the weekend, so. a former the F1 driver won Indy car. Yeah, that was amazing. So, so you know, cool. I feel like, and I feel like he would thrive. He would thrive at an Indy 500. Yeah. He loves that circuit. You could go see him. I would. I won't, but you could. Yes. I will drag you with me. And you will also have a fangirl moment. You will have the George Russell moment that I would have if you met Dana Ricardo. You're yeah, not going to tell him into his not, face that you hate him, but. No, not that no. I hate him. I don't hate him. He's just not my favorite. I don't guys, but that's gross. Because if you were with a season one, she despised Dan Ricardo. I do. I mean, I don't want to watch him on television. I will say that. I'm not going back on that. On the grid, I prefer Daniel on the grid than I do on Drive to Survive. I hate him on Drive to Survive. That's hard. Okay, I will say that. There we go. There we go. I said it. But I do like him as a, like, well, because he's not really doing much of anything. So what's there to hate? That's incredibly <laughs> offensive. You know that, Daniel. <laughs> I know of course, that's, that's what I said. <laughs> So yeah, there you go. Oh, All right. well, I think right, I like Fred. wrapping it up on yeah, that. There we go. Um, on that note, go follow <laughs> us because we've been doing some prolific work on the reels and the talks. And yeah. we would love it if you guys would follow us on TikTok because we really, we're really putting some effort there. Yeah, we're trying. This is, shameless, <laughs> this is a shameless grab for you guys to please follow us at F1 Push Push on TikTok. It's the same on Instagram, but we're putting out different content on clothes. Yeah. You know, we're trying to diversify. And if you love the pod and you have um, a minute, write us a review. We absolutely love those. We love if you would give us the five stars. That would be fantastic. But also put your words down so that Apple and Spotify can see like, oh, people do like these chicks. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it just I mean, it so much to us. Yeah. Pushes us up the grid. We don't know if we're going to get pole position, but we'd love to get some points. So hey, <laughs> let's just get in the points. That's all we want this season. <laughs> we're trying to be the Haas of F1 <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Just get on the grid. We are in the hearts of many and yet the minds of so few. (laughs) (laughs) Put it on a shirt. Um, Yeah. So please rate, review, and go follow us on Instagram at F1 Push Push. And until next time, push, push.